Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea, is here. Woo! And running the it board- has to be real, doesn't it? <laughs> it must be. And running the boards is Joey D's. Hi. Hello. On today's show, I will talk with Gareth Von Kallenbach about Disney Plus and some video games. I will give a non-spoiler review for uh, The Eternals. BJ is going to talk Doctor Who. Lux. And then also, BJ and Joe are going to talk about the Foundation, and we will get to the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via website, bjgeeknation.com.com.com. I mean, it's going to have all our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. <laughs> <laughs> or just search BJ Shays Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey. Yeah, so many ways to listen to us. And uh, I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners, whomever you may be out there. Thank you. Thank you for listening to us. We like to talk oh, about nice nerdy guy. things, and it feels like you like to listen to nerdy things. So I appreciate all of that. Let's get right in with our good friend, Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach. You can find his website at Skewed and Review. That is SKNR.net. We got some information to cover. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Review. That is SKNR.net. And we need to talk about all sorts of stuff, including video games and what's going on with Tiny Tina. Tiny Tina, as we all know, has her Wonderlands game coming in early 2022. And now we got a very interesting little treat dropped on us the other day that the Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep DLC, which was part of Borderlands 2, is now available as a standalone. Wow. And this was the one where it was her playing like basically Dungeons and Dragons, right? Correct. Nice. And where she would constantly change up the rules or insert all kinds of crazy new things at a, a twist. And what's really great about that is it's completely free through November 16th. That's amazing. And you can just get that on the whatever store that you uh, you play uh, your game on, right? Correct. Uh, and, that's the, and that's what's so beautiful about it is, yes, you could say the graphics and gameplay are a bit dated compared to where they are with Borderlands 3. But the point is you can get the narrative adventure that will likely lead into it um, all set. That is perfect. That's awesome. And I mean, it's like you said, it's a good way to bridge the story. And at that point, I mean, free is free. You can have some fun with it and play it and continue on. Uh, moving on from that, what is going on with Far Cry 6 at this point? Okay, so Far Cry 6 has had a successful launch and it's getting ready to have its DLC come out. And the first DLC is coming on November 16th and it involves playing. Voss, who was the villain of the very popular Far Cry 3. And one of the interesting modes they're going for is that you start off with just a pistol and you have to, you know, salvage and uh, scrap and uh, craft up better weapons in order to survive. So I'm kind of wondering if it's kind of like a horde mode with an open world salvage or it's simply going to be you have various missions to accomplish and you're going to be very limited in your arsenal, and then, you know, that's your incentive to really get in there and work things out. That's actually kind of cool with that. And, I mean, just the fact that it's a it's it's a callback, uh, uh, and even in regards to what we've just uh, talked about with uh, Tiny Tina, like, you can go back and have some fun with some of those older characters that may or may not have anything to do with uh, what they're currently doing. Correct, and that was one of the big things that Far Cry had uh, talked about. 
is that you would get to play some of the past characters. They talked about the bad guy from three, the bad guy from four, and the bad guy from five would be playable DLC characters in specific uh, game modes. So, you know, interesting to see how it all plays out. Exactly. And then finally on some uh, TV movie, uh, I mean, just everything news in terms of what Disney really does. Disney Plus Day is coming up. Yes, so it all starts today. And the great thing about it is there's going to be stuff rolled out all day long that is going to really, I think, shake things up. So the big rumors are that we're going to get the first trailer for Obi-Wan and we're going to get another behind-the-scenes look at Andor. Some people have speculated we might see something on The Mandalorian Season 3, although others say that's too early because uh, they've only just started filming. We may get something new on the book of Boba Fett. And then, of course, you have the arrival of Shang-Chi. You have the arrival of the Jungle Cruise on Disney+. Plus. Um, there's a new segment. I've seen all of them, and they're quite good, where Olaf and Sven from the Frozen films, along with the Snowman, recreate classic Disney films between them, and they do it in, in uh, two minutes or less. So seeing them do The Lion King and Moana and uh, Beauty and the Beast and things like that is quite hysterical and is going to be very popular. <laughs> and then there have been a lot of surprises uh, offered that there'll be stuff for Marvel. There'll be other content brought up. One of the things they've uh, recently announced that really blew people away is that several Marvel films will be available for streaming in the IMAX ratio. Ooh, wow. I mean, that's going to be a big, big benefit if you've got one of them larger TVs, too. Correct. So being able to get essentially a 4K IMAX version at home, <laughs> and then uh, if that wasn't enough, I mean, there's going to be a lot more stuff they haven't even disclosed yet. There is talk that what they're going to do is that uh, uh, AMC Theater is apparently going to have uh, certain screenings, and I believe that there was some talk that they'd either be free or discounted, so you could see various Marvel films and stuff like that. So essentially... Wow. You're getting a celebration of all things Disney. You're getting all this new content rolling out. You're going to get a look at what's coming up for Star Wars. You're going to get, uh, and then, you know, the new Marvel stuff. And then some say, well, you're going to get a look at maybe some of the new series that are filming. You're going to get a look at potentially the next uh, movie setups. Who knows? But lots of stuff. Exactly. And I mean, at this point in time, if you want to get the finger on the pulse as it's happening, you need to go check out Skewed and Review. That is SKNR.net. Lots of information, and I know we'll cover it in future episodes as well, but a really good base of what we've got going on. Thank you so much, Gareth. Anytime. Take care. Thank you so much, Gareth. And, well, speaking of Disney, Disney is owned by Ye Old, or uh, they own Ye Old Marvel at mm. this point in time. They kind of own yeah, everything at this point in time. And yeah, they do. last week came out the movie that, I don't know if it was getting reviewed bombed or what, but uh, Marvel's Eternals came out and had a very low Rotten Tomatoes score from the critics. Um, one of the lowest ranked ones, as noted by many, 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 many websites. And so I felt like, well, we someone needs to see it. And so I took it upon myself 
me and my wife, we went to go and watch this movie. And oh, did you though? Yes, okay. we went to the theater. The theater. Well, and, look uh, at you going out to the theater. So fancy. Um, watched it in the uh, uh, Regal has the RPX, so it has the uh, the cool sound system and all that stuff. Oh, we didn't go full out with fancy. like the IMAX screens or anything along those lines or 3D or anything, but um, did catch it in the theaters. And I have to agree more with the audience score than the critic score. Now, this will be no spoilers, so you don't have to worry about all of that. Um, but at the base, this is a movie about 10 characters you really don't know anything about, and you're trying to learn as you go along while being something that's spread across over 7,000 years in terms oh, of like, yeah. Wow. They're telling that story? All that, all that amount of time is being covered? Yes. And I mean, obviously whoa. they're going back and forth and they're just trying to do snippets whoa, whoa, whoa. of it as they're showing it, as they're going whoa. along. And a lot of That's it does lot. take uh, place in present time in the Marvel universe. So it's after the snap and the blip and everything happens. Um, and I can't really give a whole lot of explanation as to why um, they were still around or why they hadn't even bothered dealing with the whole Thanos thing. Without- well, actually, you can. I, th- I think that I think that I don't know if you've seen trailers. The trailers have given that explanation, unless you well, have a different it's one. a very it's much more involved. Than what they said, yes, uh, in the trailers. Yes. Oh, okay. So they do, um, they do address it, and even in the trailers, they do address it a little bit. But it gets a lot deeper into um, why they don't actually um, stop Thanos and the Black Order. From Is it the Prime Directive? Because everyone seems to have a Prime. It's always from Star Trek and the Prime Directive. I feel it's, like that's what it is, right? It's always it, a prime director. It, it, you know? It's a bit of that. And it really, is it the Watcher? Because he doesn't interfere either. You know? Well, it's definitely not the Watcher. And ah, I'll, dang it. And okay. I'll let you know at this point in time, the Watcher makes no appearance okay. in this at all. Oh, for criminy. So you don't have to worry about multiverses or anything along those lines. It's its own standalone movie. But I think the one thing that really um, people aren't necessarily getting when it comes down to this movie is that... While it is a Marvel movie, while it is a superhero movie, by and large, this is a love story. Wow, that so, is not something I would get at all from this. And it, they do have fight scenes, and they do battle against the deviants. I'm not going to ask, but I think I know who the love story is about. Well, it makes sense now. Uh, it it totally like, makes sense. I know yeah, who you're thinking of too. There's a few reference, like I mean, moments where you're like, okay, is this is this sexual tension or is it just regular war tension? I don't know. And well, there's one person in the movie who's not an Eternal, and he's a pretty amazing actor. And my brain was like, what the hell is he just going to stand by and watch somebody kick something? And now it makes sense. He's, pro- I'm sure, it's our boy Jon Snow is is the is first half of the love story. If it's not, oh. if he's not part okay. of the love story, I'll be shocked. I I'm, love this. I'm going. Like, I'm not going to. I don't know what it is. This is just me <laughs> speculating. I haven't gotten to see it yet. But I think it's Angelina Jolie. She probably did it with one of the baddies and then produced a child. See, oh, I love I all. I love all of this because your expectations are not going to be met when you talk about those sort of things. Oh wow! So Jon Snow is not like Jon the love Snow story guy is in the movie, and he does have a relationship with one of the Eternals, and that's where I'll leave that storyline at. The thing all is, right. is like everything is connected, and when you Ooh, look at it in connected. terms of like 
like it, 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 again, it's like it's so hard to kind of explain in that sort of aspect without getting into like the real nuts and bolts of this. It's a longer movie. It's over two hours long. I think maybe over two and a half hours. Well, long. we we know that with Marvel movies, we've seen that happen. Two hours and thirty seven minutes. Yeah. yeah After credit scenes, how many? Uh, there are two. Okay. And they um they really do kind of lead into the future of the MCU, but for the most part for this movie, it really doesn't necessarily address the the giant galaxy at large in terms of like what we've been used to recently with mm-hmm. the multiverse. It does address a lot of the cosmic stuff and obviously you know that there's a celestial in it because they've they've they they've teased that as much as they can possibly in the trailers as well. And since we are talking no spoilers, mm-hmm. from a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate it? I would rate it probably about a solid seven. Okay. I did like the story. It made me kind of uh, think a little bit harder. When I first watched the movie and got done with it, uh, I was kind of like, uh, okay, that's a movie. I've seen it. I don't necessarily think I need to see it again. Ooh, that's not a good sign for a Marvel movie. Right? And it's a very long one, though, too. But then... Yeah, but the Endgame was... How long was Endgame? How long, I mean, that wasn't that, that close it to was a li- It was a little bit longer than I think that as well. Yeah. But so that you, was a culmination of, like, 10 years, 22 movies. Right. And that's what I mean. Yeah, the, the, the length is not going to stop the rewatch of a movie. My point being is that we all would love to... We yeah. all watch Endgame again. The rewatch of a movie is, is it a good movie? It's not about like the time. It's, it's hard hard to put Endgame in that category because Endgame is like Rev was saying it was a f- like it was, it was a long special movie. thing yeah it was a very yeah. long movie so the, but the, the, it is the culmination of how many plus years and how many plus movies and I, I would love to watch it again but I don't want to cry so I have not I've only seen it once <laughs> like my yeah, heart my, cannot uh, take it I cannot rewatch it my point is the length of a movie does not make it a bad movie granted bad editing sometimes where you go wow that did not have to be that yeah. long like with Lord yeah. of the Rings you know we don't need to see Frodo on the boat for two hours <laughs> uh, you know he's on that, a boat yeah you know we don't need to see that but you know there are movies that are long that are good but this one here if you don't want to watch it again Maybe and, editing is part of it, or maybe it's even more than that, Rev. You're the one that saw it. And the 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 when it comes down to it, after like when I first saw it, I was kind of like, uh, okay, the first reaction. And then I started thinking about it a little bit more. So it's one of those ones where if you have a question, try to think about whether or not that question was answered in the movie. And by and large, everything really did get answered within the movie itself. Like all the things that were put up did that. And so looking back on it, I feel I do want to go watch it again with the knowledge that I have now. Um, but I, I, it's not going to be one of those that I need to watch over and over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. The scenery is absolutely beautiful. Okay, so worth watching in the theaters and not be like yes. me with Shang-Chi who waited. And now it's on today on Disney+. Plus. Congratulations, you can watch it now. But I still felt that Shang-Chi should also be seen in the Dang theaters. It. But yeah, like I feel that if you are a fan... Um, of the director Chloe Zhao, who did uh, Nomadland as well. She There's did- a that's a big point you brought up. Yeah, not somebody you would think that would do a Marvel movie. That Absolutely. was a that was I wouldn't call it a red flag, but as as a fan of the Marvel movies, that director shocked me because I thought. This is not somebody that does movies the way Marvel does it. Doesn't mean that Chloe can't make a great movie. It's just that I have expectations, especially mm-hmm. when, of course, marketing cuts up the you know the trailers the way they do, and basically the trailers lie about what this movie is, and that that's that that's and that sucks. It sucks for the director. It sucks for the fans. But I get I get that they're trying to make money. But as a Marvel fan now, we're at a point where I think. 
I need to really do my homework so that I don't go in and get disappointed because Marvel's not always going to give me what I thought that Marvel was going to give me. And that's kind of a really good point when you break down to it, too, because you've seen, obviously, Phase 1 through 3 really gave you kind of an expectation that Phase 4 is Mm -hmm. not doing a lot of the times. And it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just it's kind of circumventing expectations to do something a little bit different. And And so far, Marvel's Phase 4 movies or stuff has been... The Eternals has been Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. and I know we got all the TV shows yeah. from Captain America and the uh, Winter Soldier now. Yep. Uh, WandaVision, Loki, What If. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like they might just be like, hey, you know what? Oh, and Black Widow, that's the one I was forgetting. They're just like, maybe, I, I'm curious. I'm, I have more of an open mind because I feel like they're just going to be throwing things out the window. Like, And that's the one thing, too, is like looking at it at this point in time, just kind of like take, take the Infinity Saga put it like to the side and just kind of let this one breathe. And like I said, this is a this is a fine romance movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Who's who's going to see a romance movie? I mean, a lot Sci-fi, of people, yes. me and I my mean, wife, so well, I kind of got some lot, points yeah. on that one. A lot of people, <laughs> but my brain is like uh is as beautiful as anything is on the screen and look there's a lot of beautiful movies out there. Yeah. My brain is like I will wait for this to come to Disney Plus. I I don't know if I'm going to rush out to see The Eternals. When I own Disney Plus, it's sort of like I make an investment every month in that. If I'm if it's a romance and it's uh, you know going to be a different kind of Marvel movie, maybe I don't need to go see it on the big screen. That's the issue, and especially when the critics are just like because critics are not big Marvel fans. Critics are just good movie fans, and how good of a romantic movie is this? Uh, you know, we give it a lot of love because we love Marvel. Yeah, but you know, if you're talking about a romance movie. That's what gets me is the critics did not think it was a great romance movie. That's the thing that gets me is there's probably a lot of better romance movies out there. But also remember looking at the audience score. The audience score is a lot higher on Rotten Marvel Tomatoes. Marvel fans yes. who will give it a lot more love, just like I give stuff. Like I Look, I give a lot of stuff love because I'm a fan of whatever the genre is. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a great movie, and I've talked about that with Endgame. Yeah. Endgame is not a great movie. Unless you're a Marvel fan who went through the 10 years of going, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It, otherwise, it's not a great movie. And I think that could be the case for the Eternals. And I'm curious to see how this love story plays out, because one of the things that I don't like about when it comes to, quote unquote, action movies mm-hmm. is when you get all the fun action, you get the tough guy, everything. And then they force feed you this love story because the, the you know, the people making the movies are thinking, OK, well, this guy's probably going to bring his girlfriend who doesn't want to see this movie. So let's give her something. And, and, it, and, and it's more than that. And OK, it, 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 and that's it, good it to is, know. Yeah. It is more than that, (laughs) but also at the same point, like uh, it could have been better. There will be questions that'll have to be asked, and I mean, with Joe, uh, I know I like. Oh yeah, Joey D's and I are already going. Oh yeah, get you. You get your movies too, Vicky. But we'll wait for this on. That's totally fine, and and that's valid. And and it cracks me up just because I know it's like uh, the second Joe watches this, he's gonna be like, "Bro," and I'm gonna have to do the same thing I did with my wife. Was kind of like you kind of have to like bridge some of the things yourself. Uh, Now I want to watch it just so Joey can come in and give you the look. So, I mean, uh, take that with uh, however which you will. Um, I felt it, I didn't feel like I was pissed, like leaving the movie theater. I didn't feel like I needed my money back. And then again, thinking a little bit more on it, I felt that it's a worthwhile movie to see again, just to kind of see how everything plays out and if it actually works the way I think it works or it's supposed to. So I The mean, Eternals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Eternals. A movie and, that Rev said he'd see again, maybe. Right. It's a romance. If you, if guys, you like action. If well, people have can. seen it and yeah. want to talk about it, shoot me a message and we can talk spoilery, spoilery, spoilers. Um, and maybe 
we'll get into a little bit later, but also at the same point, like I don't necessarily think this really uh, needs a uh, a full on um, spectacular. spectacular. Uh, the bonus scenes really do open up some insane stuff for the uh, uh, you know for the the universe multiverse at large. But at, at maybe that I'll point just too, watch the bonus scenes. I'll probably just find the spoilers online. online. Oh, yeah. I already know one of them. And yeah, I, I'm still excited to see it, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't exactly. think Vink's going to see it in the movie theater. I'm I'm betting she will not because she be- has. I'm betting the okay. three of you will not. You know yeah. why? <laughs> Vicky's Vicky's gonna... the only one that's talking the game. Like, oh, I would like to see this movie, but I don't to. think she will. You know why? Because hmm. I had a movie going buddy like he was my oh, like he loved he loved going to movies and still does. And we would go, we would ta- oh, discuss right. it and have all these things. I but- forgot the new laws. You can't go to a movie by yourself anymore. I forgot yeah. those laws. But this mother ever forgot a girlfriend, Aww. and so we can't watch <laughs> movies together, and I feel like it's yeah, broken. If you and, yeah, if you and him went to a romance movie together, that yeah. might cause some problems. You're crossing but, the line. Yeah, yeah. What if you go? Well, but you could go yourself and love yourself. Isn't that Aww. today's modern did, human being? Didn't Pee Wee Herman get arrested for that? Whoa, okay. Uh, well, I didn't mean it that way. Moving uh, on from wow. that. Let's- Again, it's a romance movie. It's mm. not porn. Yeah, Let's talk some. My uh, kind. What? Let's talk some television instead. Now, uh, BJ, we had talked recently that Doctor Who was coming out with Doctor Who Flux, which is the new season but shortened into like a series sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's really the new season okay, uh, okay, where the okay. episodes are longer, but they're only going to be six episodes. This is the swan song for uh, Chris Chibnall, the showrunner, and also Jodie Whittaker, who is the uh, Doctor, first female Doctor. There's uh, been so this is it. They're done. Uh, it's already been announced that Russell T. Davies will be taking over the show in 2023-ish, I believe. Damn. Um, I, I, and I think it's 2023, or t- maybe it's next year. I can't remember. My brain. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it started. It's on BBC America, and the first two episodes have dropped. And look, like any sort of, this is a major story arc that will go over tons of episodes, uh, anybody that knows like Star Trek Discovery or Picard, you realize that there are basically episodes within episodes. Yes, there's the faint theme of the arc, but it's really a standalone mm-hmm. episode, which is why I always laugh at people that go, why can't Star Trek have standalone episodes? And I'm like, well, they kind of do. They just they go, <laughs> well, we're on our way to stop this big problem. And then what they're doing, it really could have been a standalone episode, really. Uh, and that's what this uh, episode two was. Chapter two, the War of the Centaurans. And the Satarans are basically the uh, the Doctor Who Klingons, so it's always cool to see these warring idiots who just love to war, but they also have this weakness where if you hit them in the back of the head, they just are like they, they just they just fall they fall down and they're dead. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's hysterical. And uh, but you know, in Doctor Who fashion, I have to say they're going all out. I mean, the the special effects and the story is just they're just amazing. And um, this is a great episode with uh, the fact you get to see all these just ridiculous spaceships and all of these troops marching everywhere. The CGI, if that's what it is, is really good because it looks like there's just hundreds of thousands of these guys everywhere. Damn. And, um, you know, they're they're invading Earth's history, which is kind of cool, as uh, the Centaurans have decided, we're going to go to war with every war humanity ever had, which is like, wow. Whoa. You know, if you're a warlike race... And they're like, you know what? We're going to be the guys you fight rather than like the Russians in the Crimean War. So the Brits don't go against Russia. They go against Sontar. And they've inserted themselves, and that's their whole idea, is to insert themselves Sontar. in every major war in Earth history. And they're going to be probably, the, they want to be the Nazis. And they just want to be every, whatever, every every bad guy. And, um, well, that plan, 
doesn't quite go the way the Suntarans want it because <laughs> when you got a pacifistic, you know, uh, you know, hero of the show, and that would be do- the Doctor. You know, you know, that's not going to go. Um, but a really good, a really good episode, and I love the new companion, and uh, played by John Bishop. His name is Dan, and he's kind of an idiot. I mean, it's pretty. He's, he's really a clueless idiot. <laughs> Normally, she doesn't. You know, the doctor doesn't recruit stupid people, but it looks like in this particular instance, Dan is, you know, Dan does not have a brain in his head. Now, I, you know, he still gets stuff done. He's brave, but boy, like he just, he's just, he just doesn't seem to be bright to me. And uh, I'm getting a kick out of the fact that he's not Poor the dude. brightest, he's not the brightest guy. Um, so sad. And it is, it's very unusual for a Doctor Who companion because part of the reason why the Doctor get, latches onto humans is they are exceptionally bright. Sometimes yeah. they don't seem like they're bright. Like Rose Tyler was just working in a regular retail establishment. She didn't seem like she was bright, but the more you interacted with her, you realize she's actually quite a bright individual. This guy, the more I, people interact with him, it makes me feel like, I don't know, he doesn't, and we don't know much about his backstory. He seems like a nice guy, but he just doesn't seem bright. That's amazing. I, I get a <laughs> kick out of it. Maybe he, maybe his intelligence will manifest or whatever as the time goes on, uh, but we'll see. Or, you know, con- contrasted with the other companion, Yaz, and also with the doctor. But anyway, they're fun. It's on BBC America. Check it out. Uh, and there's four episodes left, man. Wow. I think that'll be it. Maybe there'll be a holiday episode, uh, you know, and maybe that might be the last one with Jodie Whittaker. But I haven't heard much about a new doctor. Usually you do when the doctor is about to regenerate, but there hasn't been any talk. So I don't even know if we're going to see a regeneration scene at the end of this or at the or, or at a holiday episode you know that, that this is very bizarre knowing that this is the she's pretty much said this is it but we haven't had the announcement of a new doctor yet so you yeah. can't regenerate you really can't regenerate uh into somebody new if there's nobody we know unless they've decided not to make a big deal and maybe make it a surprise now again i i haven't heard anything that doesn't mean stuff isn't out there because i don't completely pay attention to the internet so but you know, I mean, but you figure this news would be out there if there was a new doctor. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Just quickly searching for it, so maybe it's the best kept secret in uh, in the UK. Wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if they decided to go down that road and not, and not give you the pomp and circumstance like they've done for the last couple of doctors? That'd be that'd be amazing. Um, moving on from that quickly, Joe, you and your dad, BJ, are still watching the Foundation, correct? Yes. Yes, and I I got a preview of Joe's opinion for today <laughs> when, we, uh, when we took him to his birthday dinner. As uh, the missing piece was the la- was the last episode we watched. We know there's a new episode that's already been mm-hmm, out, but it's mm-hmm. uh, you know we we don't like to spoil it since it's uh, it's it's relative. You know it's already it's only been out for less than a week. Um, well, actually, I would be a week of today, but you know we're always we give you the week behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is the missing piece, which was on a week ago, and um, yeah, this. Uh, this uh, I I like the episode, but Joe, series is still not doing it for you, huh? Yeah, it's the same thing there. You know, week after week, the, the roller coaster. The storyline of the uh, brothers is great. The other two storylines I could go without. <laughs> and um, I was just looking at the episode directed by Roxanne Dawson, who, if I'm not mistaken, uh, played uh, the 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 Klingon in. Um, Star Trek Voyager and Belana Torres. If I'm not, if I think that's the same actor who's now a director, because yeah. I think I know that Belana became a director. God, you and just the weird, random Star Trek information. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. So how cool, uh, Roxanne? Roxanne is directing some of this stuff because this is epic stuff. 
I mean, this is not, these are not easy. Uh, this was not an easy episode to direct because he was in the desert, like, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the empire dude, brother day, he was walking around the desert for a long part of this episode. And how about that's the one she directed? Not bad. That's amazing. Jeez. Wow. So you're still all in on it. I love that. Joe, I mean, like I've been saying the, the whole time, it's like I feel that Joe can give us a full um, realization of how he feels about it once the, uh, once the season ends. And uh, when, until then, it's going to be, yeah, I like this one and I hate this one. Mm, I like this one and I hate this one. Yeah, we got two episodes left. We'll see how they wrap it up. <laughs> All I know is that Gail's uh, storyline is her, she's back in an escape pod for ne- another 138 years. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I have to, I'm with Joe on this. I mean, again, Great. we thought they, they give us the character who I really like this character. Then they kick her in an escape pod. And you're like, oh, I guess, well, I don't know when she'll ever come back. Maybe sometime. <laughs> then she comes back and you go, sweet, just for her to go, I'm leaving it again and you're like peace uh, 138 years okay and then it makes me think well if it's 138 years how does the other main character how is that because because they don't have long lives you know uh, they they you know that's the only reason she lasted was because of suspended animation so we're like well well then what does that mean i mean uh, so i don't know this is this is definitely an epic, and I forget the book, so I guess we shouldn't get attached to anybody, but unlike Game of Thrones, they don't kill everybody off <laughs> just for the sake of killing everybody off. They die of natural causes, a lot of these people, because they keep <laughs> Old age, 130 years, good God. Yeah, you know, I mean, they go, well, we're now 130 years, of, well, I guess that person just died. What happened to them? Oh, they, they just died. It they died of like a lack of screen time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened <laughs> in this show. <laughs> well, uh, now it is time to get to The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky. I mean, it's Friday. I have to assume we've got movies. Yeah, a movie that everyone in this room has been waiting for. Which one? I'm just kidding. Clifford oh. the Big Red Dog. Oh, if yeah, you well, didn't... I'm not waiting for that. Hey, but if you didn't grow up reading Clifford the Big Red Dog, I, I'm sorry for your childhood. I love those books. I think I still do. I, I very much love them to the point where on the back of those books, they had each book they had. And I would sit in the library. I'm like, read it, read it, read it, read it. Ooh, haven't read this one yet. But we didn't have it in the library, so I couldn't. Aww. Like, I think my favorite Aww. one was the Valentine's Day one. But there's something Aww. about these types of movies that don't hit the same for me. Like, I think it's going to be cool if you have kids. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, tomato meter is 49%. However, audience score is 94%. Which I think that kind of makes sense. I mean, it's going to be, uh, for all intents and purposes, a cheesy chill, uh, children's movie. movie. When I saw Eternals, it did have uh, the preview for Clifford. <laughs> so I was like, all right, that's fun. I mean, and that mm-hmm. might be really all that I need out of it. But I, I don't have little kids, so. Honestly, I think... Because I was thinking, what other childhood books have they turned into movies within the last five, ten years? And I was thinking Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. But if you ever read that, I love that book as a kid. Nothing, 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 nothing like the movie. I guess that kind of makes sense in terms of like you can have a little bit more, I guess, plot. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to going from a children's right. book to a movie. I, yeah, like there was no scientist involved or anything like that. They just lived in a land where it rained food and that's just how it was. You just accept it, yeah. And they had to move once it just like the weather got real bad. So they all made like ships and stuff out of bread and like floated on off where mm-hmm. it didn't rain food. And bread. I just, it was just, it was, you know, cool. But I really think they need to make a stinky cheese man book. <gasps> Run, run as fast as you, you can. can. You can't catch me. I'm, I'm the stinky, stinky cheese, cheese man. man. Guess what? No one chased him. That's a classic. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> no, but then, spoiler alert, the fox ate him. Oh, oh. yeah, that fox. Wow, thanks. Uh, no sense in making the movie now. Yeah, done now. Side note, that is a, like a fever dream of a book. Because I've tried, bu- I wanted to buy it. 
And I couldn't find it for the life of me. You just like, like thought maybe it didn't exist exactly. and you just thought it up. Yeah, because I would anytime. It seems like something that would come from your brain, actually. Right? It was just a collection of if Tim Burton made children's stories. Mm-hmm. Like they had the, the Stinky Cheese Man. You had all these the other ones. Cheese it was man. really weird. So again, fever dream. <laughs> Are but, there any other movies coming out this week? Uh, not any like no. worth really noting. There is one. It looks like it came out in 2019. But it didn't really get that much attention, so I'm wondering if it like came out in limited release and now it's trying to do a bigger release. Um, but the reason why it was very hard for me to find any information about this movie is because if you type in movie with the title of this, it's not going to give you the right movie. Oh. This is called Multiverse. Oh. That's think, the, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a very unfortunate name because you're going to get overshadowed with uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Exactly. Um, I had to do a little digging. Like, this looked interesting. Uh, it's like a mystery sci-fi thriller. Okay, I'm in. And basically, <laughs> it's like colleagues Loretta, Danny, Amy, and Jerry are on the verge of an amazing breakthrough in quantum physics when tragedy strikes. Racing to compete the experiment, Loretta dies in a fiery car accident. Five months. What? Is this is is this coming out for TV or is it only in the theater? Where's it? What's going on? It's so hard to find. I could. I went and looked and I tried to click on different things and it wasn't. It it doesn't tell me. It yeah. It's been kind of tricky. But the idea is like five months later, as the trio struggle to move on with their lives and the the work they started, Loretta. Dun, dun, dun. She's full of energy, enthusiasm, and seemingly unaware she's been gone for months. Are they losing their minds or has something remarkable happened? Quantum physics. Soon each of them comes face to face with their dead ringer. Professional rivalries and personal relationships surface, and the friends realize only one version of them can exist in our reality. Oh, did, did the WB make this? I'm, I'm starting it to wonder. Like the it. WD, I should say the C dub. Well, did the C dub yeah. make this? It's a, it's a, I, I've done a little bit of research too. It's out of Canada. Oh. And it's a very limited release this mm. month uh, or this week. And it looks like maybe on the 16th that it's going out on VOD. So eventually it might end up uh, on uh, on like an Amazon or, or something. Netflix. Yeah, but yeah, it, it it's also called Entangled. So one oh. or the other, you might be able to find it on that. Well, like that's this. really great I when think... you're putting out a movie. Give it a couple of different names. Right. Like no, right. You know what I think it was? It's they did Multiverse, and then they realized you know Marvel is going to basically own that for the next forever, and they gave it a different name, kind of like what they did with that Tom um, that Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be what Kill Die Repeat, something like that. Yeah. So it makes sense why they would change it because, like, I can't find anything of your stuff because Marvel. Uh, another movie that is coming out, it's called Night Raiders. It is so far on the tomato meter with 31 reviews, 90%. Oh, okay. It, oh, okay. It's a mystery thriller drama, and it's the year 2043. Okay, so it's sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> a military occupation controls disenfranchised cities in a post-war North America. Children are property of the state, and despite Cree women join an under uh, a desperate Cree woman joins an underground band of vigilantes to infiltrate a state's children academy to get her daughter back. Night Raiders is a female-driven dystopian drama about resilience, courage, and love. All, All right, right then. Uh, yeah, how about this? this Probably just as happy as The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, right? Uh, the cast looks pretty relatively unknown, but it looks like it does have. Um, 
a Native woman as the lead, which I think is pretty cool. The only actor, actress that I recognize is Amanda Plummer, who you may remember as Honey Bunny in Pulp Fiction. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. She was also in one of the Hunger Games or two of the Hunger Games movies. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so I... There's a couple of options kind of in that. There's also one called Apex. It has Bruce Willis in it. It looks... <laughs> I'm just looking at the poster. It looks like... That's not the one that BJ reviewed a while back, no. is it? <laughs> no. I feel like he's doing these movies to keep his insurance. Yeah. Like this is what this movie poster looks like to me. Yeah, this is... Um, I have a bunch of kids. I need the insurance. He looks He looks like a confused old man. I'm, what am I doing? All right, fine. All right. Well, until next time, guys, stay nerdy.